Why do you need 36 guns, but can't pay your bills? Why do you need 36 guns, but if you if you don't get a stimulus check from the government, your life's getting cut off? Why do you have 36 guns and your teeth are all pointed different directions? Like, make it make sense. You can only shoot one gun at a time. <laughs> you know, this, this isn't like Terminator or something like that. You can't just be out here dual-wielding pistols and ARs and machine guns and rocket launchers. That's not how this works. Yo, it's good, your boy, South 706. This is KTSC Ave, episode 106, where we don't do nothing, we just kick, kick it. Uh, we have uh, Tech Messiah, aka Rip Pimpsey, and Loski from the Twitters. What's good, y'all? Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, back from vacation. Well, not vacation, but back from Meridian, Mississippi. Um, 601 stand up. Yeah, 601 stand up. So just having a good time. Glad to be back. Got a lot, a lot of stuff I missed, a lot of stuff to talk about. What's happening, Saturday evening. It's been a long motherfucking week. You ain't been doing fucking five to fives. I can't stand that shit. But I ain't going on vacation in the week. So. Look forward to that. I respect it. All right, so let's get right into it. So I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode, but uh, it seems like every week there's a new shooting with the weapon voice, the AR-15. So last week there was a, another mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, where 19 elementary school students were gunned down, which is terrible. But apparently in America, that's acceptable. Um, the one thing that isn't acceptable is the new news coming out from various news outlets that are saying that the initial story that a resource officer engaged with the shooter prior to him going into the school is not true. So according to CNN.com, they're saying that when the 18-year-old Salvador Ramos was inside adjoining classrooms, a group of 19 law enforcement officers stood outside the classroom for roughly 50 minutes as they waited for keys and tactical equipment, CNN reported. Meanwhile, children inside the classroom repeatedly called 911 and pleaded for help. Yeah. What do we pay the police to do? You know, the first thing that I want to bring up before I even get into the policing, because the, the thing that was just weird and disgusting for me was the fact that you had parents and kids begging and pleading for their lives to save these people. Um, and they just kind of stood by idly while, what was it, like 22 total that, that were killed, 19 children? Yeah, like two teachers. My only question that I seen this on the Twitter in the Twitter sphere was, I did not know he had Daniel Defense AR-15s and two of them, which I don't know who's a gun enthusiast or not, but those are super expensive. You know, I, I like how, when do we really have a real conversation? Like I, I talked to someone earlier in the week, a person that I would describe as a brother, you know what I'm saying? He's definitely a black man. And I was like, you know, hey man, they gotta they have to either switch up the age restrictions or something. Like I know in the on the podcast, uh early on I said that I used to hang with a guy that I'll say it is what it is. He's kind of a coward. As soon as he turned 18, he got an AK 47 variant for $350. And he would pull it out without question. Anybody say something smart, he's cocking it back and pulling it out. He was 18. Luckily, he was out of school by then. But 
you can't have 18 year olds with these type of weapons. I, I was talking to uh, my, my my woman earlier today, and I was saying that when I worked at um, at Babies R Us, it was the first time I ever seen an AR-15 like in person, like a real AR-15. And it was a manager there. Now I don't know what he does now. I'm not gonna say his name for obvious reasons. But he was like, hey, come outside. I want to show you something. And he pulled it out. And I was like legit scared for my life because the gun was so like he had the scope on it. He had the extendo, everything. And I'm like, dude, you're a manager at Babies R Us. You drive a Toyota Matrix. Why do you have an AR-15? And he was a, a nerd in school, somebody that was picked on. Um, and he had a lot of those sociopath characteristics and having that gun made him feel like a god, you know. And and I I know I told the one story about the um the dude who's his best friend who showed me the Desert Eagle the first time I first and only time I've ever seen one of those in person. And once again, this guy was like maybe four eleven, you know, a porn addict, and he's he's running around with he had a three fifty seven Magnum, he had a Desert Eagle. He had a, a sawed-off shotgun. He had all just an extensive artillery of weapons. And I know me and South Korea have talked about different folks that you know you may have known in the past as well. But some of these gun enthusiasts, they have five to ten weapons. Like what? Like if you really want to be honest, what does an AR-15 do? Like you can't hunt with it because I mean it's just going to shred whatever you shoot, and it's not that great from long distance. It's not good from, for home defense if you live in a like a residential neighborhood because the type of bullets that they have is so dangerous that it'll it'll tear through other people's homes and kill people. <clears throat> I just think I mean I, I I'm not saying that they should get rid of them, but you know that oh I'm sorry you know there's like an intense process that you can do um, registered through the government to get a fully auto. I feel like that same style of ex- extensive research and process in order to obtain a fully automatic weapon should be the same that we do for these assault rifles. Because I, I, I know people, of course, I have had dealings in the underworld and stuff like that. I'm not going to go into that. But I know people, regular people, that'll shave down the triggers to make them be able to clip faster. And it's just like, when you have these travesties, and it's like, it's almost to the point where it happens so much, it's like, you, you're numb to it. Like, from every since I know we were like younger when Columbine happened, but ever since Columbine, like it's like five to ten a year that happened. That now, yeah, they might not be like a massive amount of students, but it, it's always happening. I even my sister called me and she was telling me that after that, her school went on lockdown. Two days later, a kid was caught with a gun in their school. So then you also have those copycat crimes that go on too. It's just, I mean, I know we can't clean up, clean them all up on the streets um, immediately, but it's just, it's just really scary. And as far as the cops, just to put a bow on it, like you're you're paid to protect and serve. I just I couldn't imagine hearing those screams of innocent young children, children, you know, what fourth grade? What are you like 10, 10 and under, maybe eleven at the most, losing their lives because some guy got yelled at because his grandmother said he ran up the cell phone bill and he just goes ballistic. A guy that three months prior had the ability to buy two Daniel defense AR 15s that are about 22, 2300 a piece. 
that he's 18 years old. Like it, it just doesn't make sense in America, but that's, that's what we got. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that you say the people that are gun enthusiasts and, and I would disagree. I, I think you should just get rid of them completely. Cause again, like you said, there's no legitimate reason to have them. Like people, a lot of the OG two A people like to use the, Oh, you know, you know, we need weapons to protect ourselves against the government and all that stuff using arguments from like the 1800s or something like that. And go and ahead and put this in there before you go on. The governments, they can use drones and just blow your whole yeah, set up. That, that was my name. Well, they have segue. to be real people shooting back at you. They'll just fly a plane over your crib and drop a bomb on it. Yeah, yeah. there was a whole, somebody got packed up on Twitter because of like, they started posting like Call of Duty gifs of like uh, kill streaks. And, and I've said this before in the podcast and it's like, fam, that's cool if you have 10 guns, bro. You're not going to stop a missile. You're not going to stop a drone. You're not going to you're not going to stop professionally trained killers going into your house. I'm not just talking about the military. I'm talking about them body snatchers. You know what I'm saying? Them 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 fucking people to be putting bags over your head at the grocery store and you disappear like your little pistol is not going to stop those people. I'm sorry. I don't care how much land you own. I don't care where you live at. Your guns are not stopping them. So outside of that hero fantasy, why do you need 36 guns but can't pay your bills? Why do you need 36 guns but if you if you don't get a stimulus check from the government, your life's getting cut off? Why do you have 36 guns and your teeth are all pointed different directions? Like, make it make sense. You can only shoot one gun at a time. <laughs> you know, this, this isn't like Terminator or something like that. You can't just be out here dual-wielding pistols and ARs and machine guns and rocket launchers. That's not how this works. But it's crazy, though, that a lot of Republicans are still using the old old faithful argument that, oh, you know, it's all about family values. You know, back back in our days, we had two-parent households, and, you know, these kids these days are, you know, play, playing these violent video games and listening to rap music, and I'm just like, fam, y'all literally want to blame everything but the guns. Everything but the guns. I have watched my fair share of violent movies. I played my violent share of video games and I've listened to a lot of rap music that is extremely violent. Not once have I ever thought about shooting up any place that was filled with people. Not one time, not one single time, but yeah, let's, uh, let's blame everything with the guns. Ted Cruz Republican has the, the bright idea that uh, these buildings should have uh, one entry and one exit. So uh, the texastribune.org quote says from Ted Cruz, uh, the man that was leaving Texas during their first uh, snowstorm in 30 years to go to Cancun to hang out with his family until he got shamed via social media to come back and do his job. Yeah, he while said, they were alternating the power off and on. <laughs> <laughs> and, his freezing. And, shit. Yeah. and I think he left the dog at home or something like that. But he said, uh, we also know that there are best practices at federal buildings and courthouses where security reasons they limit the means of entry to one entrance, Cruz said at the convention. Schools likewise should have a single point of entry. Fire exits should only open out. At that single point of entry, we should have multiple armed police officers. Or if need be, Military veterans trade to provide security and keep our children safe. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so let's let's unpack that a, a little bit. Let's flesh that out a bit. You ever tried to just think about going to a sports venue? You ever seen a, a bunch of people trying to fit through one area at once? Well, that's well, that's part of it. So we'll start with the first part. 
uh, federal buildings, courthouses, one entrance. Um, did we not just have an insurrection <laughs> about a year ago? Um, I feel like the people that were being attacked by their own citizens in their treasonous act are pretty happy there wasn't one point of entry or exit. Because once they breached the entrance, as similarly, law enforcement seemed to not do anything, they would have been in there uh, like fish in a barrel. So that, that first of all, that's just stupid. So schools likewise should have a single point of entry. Fam, there's these things called fires, natural disasters, or instances where the police that again, seemingly didn't do their jobs, allow somebody with a weapon to go inside. Now, not only is this person with a dangerous weapon inside, nobody else can get outside. And it's been made clearly apparent that the cops are not going to do anything. So that's another terrible idea. Um, all right. So the next point was bringing a armed police officer to stand at the doors. Again, we clearly saw in Uvalde that that does not work because the police are too scared to go inside and protect and serve as they are charged to do with their job. Unless it's their own children where they, in fact, will go in there and scoop them out while other children die. So that is also stupid. And last but not least, get trained military veterans. Fun fact. A vast majority of policemen are military veterans. And what do they do in the situation? The exact opposite of what they're supposed to do and let a bunch of little kids die, which is shameful on itself. So good job, America. We are, you know, number one in death of American citizens via mass shootings via the AR-15. But, you know, what I'm saying America, you know, I need my freedom, rights, all that fun stuff. But Just don't make sure a woman or not white, then you can't then you can have all the freedoms you want. Yeah. And to put it in perspective, uh, uh, this gentleman, Adam Best at Adam Best tweeted out. Uvalde, AR-15, Buffalo, AR-15, Boulder, AR-15, Orlando, AR-15, Parkland, AR-15, Las Vegas, AR-15, Aurora, AR-15, Sandy Hook, where more kids were killed, AR-15, Waffle House, AR-15, San Bernardino, AR-15, Midlands, Las Odessa, AR-15, Poway Synagogue, AR-15, Sutherland Springs, AR-15, Shreveway Synagogue, you guessed it, AR-15. So it's clearly a pattern. To me, the only one I actually remember that wasn't done by an AR-15 was um, the the Virginia Tech. Uh, he had like multiple pistols or something. Yeah, he was dual pistoling up. Yeah. So, but... but other than that, most of them are always going to be some sort of AR, and usually they're an AR-15. Yeah, and it, it really makes you beg the question why they refuse to make any changes that will save people's lives. Shout out to King Quest in the chat. Um, yeah, they did say the kids were, the cops were not letting people, not letting parents go in, but they were going in themselves to grab their own kids, which is diabolical. Like, it is despicable, despicable yeah, behavior for that. Nasty behavior. Like, they should bring back the stocks if that happened. Like, they need to hang the people in the public square if that's what they were doing, because that's, that's cowardly behavior. That's basically treason, bro. Like, I would go on and say that they should actually be hung for that right now. Yeah, that's... Stone to death something. One of the... We got to take it old school on that ass, like... Yeah. Like, how you going to let other people's kids die but go get your own and then be like, well, 
We didn't and have not just that. You're preventing stuff. the other parents from going in and saving their other kids. Like right. Because I like I'm I'm not a parent, but I just assume it, my sister to me is about as close to a child as I have currently. Um, I'm 20 years older than her. I've you know kind of been in her life the entire time. Yada yada yada. And if anything like that happened, I, I would I would go to that school. And I'm not I'm not capping for the app. None of that. You know, I, I have a deep love for my sister. I would I would give my life for my sister. So I know those people would have went in there and, and would have done what they had to do, but you're being chastised, tased, maced, taken to the ground by the police that refused to go in until Border Patrol comes in that was very weird but what i want to do before we wrap this up um and this is more so because of the buffalo situation um i just wanted to show you guys something and i'm not a gun enthusiast you know anything like that i'm just a person that likes to protect themselves this is my fanny pack right <laughs> so i wear this when i'm exercising and stuff like that so you see it's not very big inside it this is a nine. This is not a 380. This is not a 25. This is not a 22. This is a nine millimeter. So it does have enough punch to back someone off. It's smaller than my actual hand. Um, it is a Ruger EC9. Seven shots. You can buy the extended clip to get it to 10. Um, just a really good lightweight gun. Um, black men, black women, people in general. It's really time for us to, if, if you're afraid of them, it's time to learn them. It's time to arm and protect yourself too. Like the end of the day, this is $274. You can get it at Academy. You can get it at Bass Pro, wherever the case may be. Um, lessons at the range are like under 20 bucks. It's actually kind of fun if you've never been um, just, you know, firing it, you get a certain level of excitement. Go out there, get you a gun, get familiar with it, get your concealed carry, um, learn it, and protect yourself. Because um, it's sad what happened in Ulave, of course, but us as black people, now we're, we've been getting gunned down for a minute. And there's been an extreme turn up in racial tensions uh, since our last, uh, you know, since our last administration. So, and I mean, just little things like I looked at in Jacksonville, uh, this this white man ran into a gas station and he just assaulted this black woman for no reason. Um, I got a call saying like my cousin this past weekend, she's she does hair and she like slightly messed up on she works at Supercuts. So she slightly messed up on somebody's hair. And this dude just became all belligerent, talking crazy to her, made her break down and, you know, really get emotional and cry like these white people. It's a certain type of brother they won't act crazy with, but they are going to take advantage of young people and kids. So I just urge people, I'm not trying to say go out and buy AR-15s, buy your small 9, a 25, a 22, a 380, you know, and just, just learn it to protect yourself. So we don't have those Buffalo style incidents. And I mean, even if they do, at least you can protect yourself um, when it comes down to it. That was the only thing that I wanted to say. So as we wrap up the the gun conversation, go uh, go check out my homegirl. Her name is underscore Queen Yafa on Instagram. 
Uh, she does a lot of YouTube videos uh, on guns. She's a gun enthusiast, a black woman. So uh, women out there, if you're kind of apprehensive of getting into the, you know, gun lifestyle, you think it's scary or whatever, she'll definitely guide you and show you that, hey, it's it's not scary. It's just like anything else you learn to do, like riding a bike. It's scary the first time. Once you get familiar with it and understand what this weapon or this tool can do for you, then it becomes less scary. So definitely check her out. She has a YouTube page. Follow her on Instagram at underscore Queen Yafa. That's Y-A-F-A. So just kind of transition and lighten the mood up a little bit because, again, RIP to those families and those kids. Um, uh, Marcus, who obviously isn't here, uh, and he'll talk about while he was gone next week. Uh, he, he issued a challenge in our group chat, a challenge that was very foolish and unnecessary. And he essentially tested my gangster. So if you listen to the podcast before, um, you would know that I am a bit of an anime enthusiast. Uh, I enjoy a great story, great animation, great protagonist, great antagonist. I've been slacking lately, but I picked it up a little bit, but I finally have the runway to talk about anime for more than like 35 seconds. And, and Lowski is also another, another man of the culture. Um, I know Adolphus is, is checked out some stuff, but I don't think he's as deep in the weeds as myself and Lowski. Um, so we're here 20. Let's see. We'll start it. He said we can do more than 15 minutes. So it is at 21 minutes. So let's get it cracking. All right. So Lowski, what got you into anime? From the beginning, like what really caught your eye? So the first anime, and a lot of people don't consider this anime, but the first one I remember watching was Pokemon. It's and, an anime, that, that's right. Like it is an anime. Like that, I remember watching it, and then um, I got a Game Boy like around the same time, and I want to say it was Red and Blue that dropped around that time, and I had started playing that as well. So you know, and I wanted more stuff like that and Toonami was on um it was coming on at 4 p.m back then when I was getting out of school so I would watch like Pokemon uh, Dragon Ball Z there was another one I can't remember the name I think it was it was some like samurai one where they had like elemental suits I remember that one was fire back then too and then ever since then, I had been watching them. And then, like, fast forward to, like, 1999, I started getting the One Piece. And I had been watching, yeah, I've been watching anime since I was about six or seven. It's been, what, like, 30, not 30, but 25 years now. Okay. And as time goes, they just get a little better with storytelling and um, also visually. Mr. Savage, what was the what what got you into what little part of anime you're into? It was definitely the Pokemon. Pokemon. Um, I still play the games to this day. Like it's my favorite RPG series of all time. Facts. Um, and then of course I grew like the average nigga to to Dragon Ball. At first I was like, eh, this is kind of weird looking, but you know the storyline in the beginning was kind of tight. Like it was a lot going on. Um, I've dabbled a little bit since then into like Demon Slayer. The game got me into that. I watched a few episodes of One Note. I think a lot of things like One with piece. you is <laughs> what? what you said what? One Note is it Death Note or One Piece? Because those two different shows. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Demon Slayer and 
something with the note. I'm sorry. What, what death, is it? Death note, probably. Probably death yeah. note, man. <laughs> Damn, my bad. Which I have a take on death note, but I'll let you finish. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, say yeah, that. I, I've dabbled into it a little bit, but I think for me, and this is for anybody else who wants to get into anything, don't become too overwhelmed by the the subtitles and the sheer amount of episodes. It, it, that could be a little bit intimidating, but I mean, the episodes I do watch, my sister, sister she's heavy into, um, what was this one that she put me on where they're, I, I'll, I'll be back. I'm, I'm going to go see what this is called. Hold on. Okay. So for me, <clears throat> so the, the first anime that I think I watched that I really didn't pay attention to, and I didn't really like conceptualize as an anime as I would believe and this is going to be throwback, <clears throat> and I Googled it, it is an anime, Speed Racer. Speed, Speed Racer, Racer would be the first one. That shit is fucking terrible. I, animation, For like dialogue. anime, that's pretty, that was pretty solid. It's terrible. Um, the next one, the next one was uh, uh, Sailor Moon. It used to be on Cartoon Network back in the day. And again, it was just like one of those things would be on. I'd watch it. I never really like watched it from beginning to end. I didn't really know what the plot was. I just kind of watched it because it looked cool. Um, and then, of course, the <clears throat> the marijuana of anime, the 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 one that the gateway anime for you know a lot of black people our age is Dragon Ball Z. Um, <clears throat> and I'll take it even further back. I used to tape Dragon Ball Z when I was at football practice so I could watch it and not be behind so that's that's how how far back it goes but um initially i wasn't super into anime like it was literally just dragon ball z like dragon ball z everything like i i go online research the stories i knew about like dragon ball dragon ball gt never seen it i just knew the storyline because i read it online knew all the characters that type of stuff uh yeah, i still got my dragon ball z dvds um like they're in like my closet, the cases and everything like that. So I definitely was in it. My Hero Academia is that what it's called? Yeah, my yeah. Hero. Pretty cool. That that show sweet as hell. Like I, I, I did I like tried that. Tried to get Marcus on, and he he could not get with it. I kind of I kind of compared it, kind of like X Men in the sense if that makes sense. Like kind of an anime version of X Men. It's the easiest way to kind of think about it. But um, yeah. So initially I was on Dragon Ball Z. Like that's all I care about. That's all I watched. So this one dude I knew, he's like, oh, yeah, let me put you on some anime. And he gave me, like, his entire Bleach set. Didn't watch one one second of it. Never touched it. So fast forward years later, um, the homie, I don't even, when did I get on some other shit? It was, like, a long gap in time before I actually, like, started diving deep into it. Because I'm like, yeah, I watched Dragon Ball Z. And my homie put me on some stuff. And I started just, like, going down the rabbit hole. Um, I think... The first one outside of Dragon Ball Z I really dove deep into was Naruto. And after watching Naruto, I realized how trash Dragon Ball Z is. And that's <laughs> fan. Let's 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 break that down. So uh, Dragon Ball Z. And and I talked to Losi about this in, in our in a chat. Like I watched Dragon Ball Z. I haven't seen Dragon Ball, which people are like, oh, you're not a real fan. Like I don't I know the story. I don't care about Goku as a kid and all the perversion that went on with that. I'm, I'm cool on that. Um, I've watched all the super. I'm reading super, the super mag, magna, I can't talk, manga right now, which in itself is, it's not good. It's not good. So essentially the story, the plot for Dragon Ball, in, in a sense, is main character protagonist 
He's the he's the leader. He's the fighter. Big bad shows up. He gets beat up. Protagonist gets stronger, and then he defeats the big bad. And as the story progresses, it's the same thing. Oh, somebody shows up to Earth, and they're they're challenging our power. And oh, I just want to fight you because you look strong. I want to get stronger, and I love the fight. Oh no, I get beat up. Let me power up. Oh, new power level. Now I've I've defeated the enemy. It's the same thing. Like the the power scaling and the power levels and new transformations. That's literally all Dragon Ball Z is. There's really nothing about the story that's complex. They're not doing anything that's daring or like challenging or or just anything that would make you be like, oh wow, we, y'all really did that. Like they kind of did early in the show where they kill people, but they would just wish everybody back with the Dragon Balls. Like nobody's dead. Nobody's ever dead. It's just like, yep, uh, well, Vegeta died, but we'll just wish him back with the Dragon Balls. Like nothing is final in that show. And it just keeps staying in that same loop. Now with Super, they've tried to do some stuff that's a little ambitious, but it's it's literally the same thing. Like, hey, a new bad guy shows up and we got to get the Dragon Balls. Oh no, Goku has reached another level, a new transformation, and he's defeated the enemy. And it just keeps recycling that same idea. When there's other storylines and other characters you could develop, i.e. Goten and Trunks. Like, can they, can they get some burn, please? Like, can we do something with those characters? Like, the kids of the most powerful guys in the universe, can we give them something to do, please? Instead of just being background characters? Like, come on, man. It's it's absurd. But that's that's another rant for another day. Dragon uh, Ball. Asked, have you seen Buki? Have y'all seen Buki? I watched some of Baki. Um, only thing that kind of turned me off with Baki is that it was just violent for no reason. Like I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm like good. those kind of animes though. Like I Baki the Grappler, like the one that's on Netflix is actually pretty solid, right? I started. Ass whooped on I started. I I might finish one day, but I was I think I was in the middle of finishing up uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which I'm trying to get Marcus to watch. And that shit is that shit is great, but um, let, let's pivot. What what would you say would be a starter anime you would recommend to a new fan, Lowski? Easily, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That is the quintessential. I feel like if you're ever going to start an anime series, that's the one because it's not super long and the story and characters are great, and it basically doesn't have that whole oh like because you said dragon ball recycles the theme of the characters show up and they get beat and they get powered up that archetype permeates a lot of very popular animes like it's like it's, it's in bleach it's in my hero academia it's in demon slayer it's in attack on titan so if you don't really uh, want to play uh, so a much. little bit on attack on titan it's a little bit of attack on titan but if you don't want to wait for all that to happen, and if you want like a good balance of storytelling and action, and where stakes matter because niggas do get off the Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood is the one to go with. Yeah. So, um, hey, well, just, hold on, hold on one second, because I just want to ask a question to him, and I want you to answer it in the same way. Name now where you can find these these um, animes as well. So then like somebody that's never seen it before would know, okay, well, hey, I can find this on this or that, Crunchyroll, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is still on Netflix. I believe it is also on Crunchyroll. I don't have super, I don't have a lot of experience with Crunchyroll, but there's like a shit ton of anime on there, so if you can't find it in one place, you'll definitely find it in there. 
Um, I use VRV and uh, VRV Netflix. I was using Kiss Anime, but it got shut down. RIP. Um, it had everything on there. Um, but so the one thing that is kind of annoying <clears throat> trying to find anime for the free ski is like the amount of like lewd and lascivious <laughs> ads you have to see. <laughs> <laughs> like fam you can't be watching the anime on those sites around anybody because they all walk past you and put you on some sort of list or call the police like that let's do what you're looking at poor like, like fam. Right, even when i try to read uh mangoes online for free because i don't have time to go actually like buy them those little pop-up ads bro like they just, fam, just like, titties dog, be like, bouncing shit. everywhere dog i'm like bro what are we i'm trying to i'm just trying to read mangoes i'm not trying to do <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I'd say VRV, um, Netflix is really good. Also, low-key, if there's something that you want to watch that is not available literally anywhere like I'm doing now, I couldn't find it on Amazon, I couldn't find it on the internet, check YouTube. YouTube, low-key, just be having, like, entire series on there for no reason. Like, I've been slacking, but one that I've been watching, uh, I started watching this week, it's called Monster. Um, and the only reason I checked it out is because I was looking at some list and it was saying it was one of the best animes of all time, like in the same uh, vein as uh, like in the thriller genre, kind of like Death Note. So um, the synopsis for Monster is Dr. Kenzo Tenema, an elite neurosurgeon recently engaged to his hospital's director's daughter, was well on his way to ascending to the hospital's hierarchy until the night a seemingly small event changes Dr. Tenema's life forever. While performing to perform surgery on someone, he gets a call from the hospital director telling him to switch patients instead of performing life-saving brain surgery on a famous performer. His fellow doctor's fiance and hospital director applaud his accomplishments because of the switch, a poor immigrant worker is dead. And it gives Dr. Tenema a crisis of conscience. So a similar situation arises and Dr. Tenema stands his ground and chooses to perform surgery on a young boy, Johan Liebert, instead of the town's mayor. Unfortunately, this choice leads to a serious ramification for Dr. Tema. He loses his social standing and the mayor dies, right? And the reason they wanted him to operate on the mayor is because the mayor was going to give them funding for the hospital. So that happens. Uh, mysteriously, the doctors and the director die. And then with no evidence to convict him, he, he becomes like the head of the hospital. Um, but essentially, the little kid that he performed brain surgery on uh, turns out to be a mass murderer and is killing people. <laughs> so now he's trying to find the kid that he saved and, like, kill him. I'm not going to lie. I'm, like, 10 episodes in. This is kind of boring. But um, they say it's one of the best ones of all time. So I'm going I'm to thug it out and see what happens. So it'd be like that sometimes. But it's on YouTube. The entire show is on YouTube for free. Hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead and um, probably finish Demon Slayer. I, I've become a lot more open um, because as you guys are naming some, I was like, well, dang, I've watched like one and two episodes from a lot of those shows, honestly. Um, yeah, Demon Slayer's fire. Yeah, that, I think I'm going to go ahead and just complete it. And like I said, I got through, I played the game first and I was like, dang, this game's actually kind of tight. Yeah, the animation's pretty much the same from the game. Like they use like subtle 3D animation along with like regular like animation it's it blends really well it, they did excellent with that visually yeah, it's they probably had one of the better animation studios behind that show yeah, Hulu yeah. actually is that the same one that does uh attack on titan because they've been working like overtime with them shit's animated bro. 
Yeah, uh, that studio, Mappa. Mappa is like yeah. the best anime studio. They're supposed to do Chainsaw Man too, so I'm really excited about that. That's gonna I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all right now. If you watch anime, or if you're into anime, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man. When Chainsaw Man drops, I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna set the streets on fire. You heard it here first. But um, yeah, I, I do agree. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Like I'd seen it and I've heard about it. Like I'd seen memes and stuff about it, and I was like, yeah. And I checked it out, and I was like, "This might be, this might be in my top three. And it's it's pretty succinct. Like it's only like seventy something episodes. They don't waste any episodes. There's only one filler episode that I can recall, like right in the middle. Um, yeah, the one where the dad and the old lady are talking, but it actually fills in quite a bit of the story, though. Yeah, I didn't feel like that was filled. It felt like it fit naturally. It was more like a recap, so. Um, on this site, myanimelist.net, it is actually ranked the number one anime on this entire site. So, um, and it's cool. So it's a good entry level one for one that, like you said, it's not a lot of weird, like yelling and powering up. It's actually a pretty interesting story. There is like some supernatural aspects of it, but it it fits into the world the show is in. Um, and then also too, um, you could actually recommend this to anybody because, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this anime was written by a woman. So there's like little to zero fan service. So you don't have to worry about like a weird like hot tub tub bath episode where like women's breasts are hanging out or not like that. So that's all. I think her character name says it all. Yeah, but there was nothing like egregious like in. uh, Oh, yeah, not like uh, Earl Dragon Ball where there's titties, which is everywhere. Yeah, lifting up skirts and just all kinds of weird stuff. And like uh, season two of Code Geass is like the horniest anime I've ever seen in my life. Like that dude needs to be sent to prison. Like I don't know what was going on with him. Like he is also real, like just unnecessary freaky shit. I'm like, bro, like yeah, fam, super horny. And I think like their their population is shrinking. I don't think their people are, like having kids or something like that. So that's that's also kind of weird. But yeah. but yeah, I guess we come to a consensus on that. We would both. Agreed to recommend Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood as an anime as an entry point, and it also kind of sucks though because it's so good that like going anywhere from that is going to be kind of like a step down. So like you'd have to really be sending them elite recommendations after that because they're probably going to be disappointed. So yeah, like, probably... even the other ones that I would say were like short that are also entertaining aren't nearly as good as Fullmetal Alchemist. Interesting. Um, I guess that's I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I would say, like, to be honest with you, I'd probably say start with Death Note because, and I'll, I ain't gonna spoil it. It's just like when a certain character gets killed off, the show goes downhill fast. And then I don't think that's somebody, true. Right, it goes. It's just not as fun to watch no more because he like starts to lose his mind and start going Damn. out of control and doing dumb shit. I was on the edge of my seat every single episode, dog. Like, that shit was great, dog. Uh, it, it's like night and day after that part. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the fucking light as the fucking demon dog. Like he is a fucking goat. Yeah, he was definitely on demon time, like the whole show. But it's after the person dies, it's just like, bro, now you just doing no shit for no reason. I will say the part with his dad was fire though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part yeah. with his dad was really fire. That was like the only part in the second half of the show that I really enjoyed. 
Yeah. Well, you know, let's see. I, I feel like that's a good recommend. I, I say my heroes probably would be the next one I recommend. If like, all right, cool. You've, you've put your toes in the water. Let's get you a little something longer. That's just as good or close to being as good. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. then, but then you get the people like, oh, you're just mainstream. You only like the new stuff. I'm like, well, I mean, if it's good, it's good. Like, I can't help that it. it's <clears throat> brand new. But or like JJK, I'd be like, just jump to JJK right after that. But it's only got the one season out right now. Yeah, and and one thing I would encourage for people that do enjoy anime, like, read the mangas, because I know I've seen the argument to like, oh. I don't want to be reading about no fights and you can't imagine it being good. But my thing is like, once you read it, you have like more anticipation when watching the fight scenes. And then, you know, if they got a good studio, the animation will be that much more fulfilling versus just watching it. And then also too, you don't have to wait. Like for example, Jitsu Kaisen has been paused for quite some time. The manga has been rolling on. And there's some crazy stuff that's happening in the manga. Um, same with like uh, literally every anime. Like there's a manga somewhere because the manga's coming. Or like, like put it like One Piece. One Piece is on episode like 1030. The manga is on chapter like 1070. So there's like a decent gap in between. So you're gonna, if you do decide to watch, you're gonna eventually catch up on them someday. And you're still not gonna be where the manga is and you're gonna be waiting months for that yeah so it's it's definitely cool one that i just thought about that i would highly recommend uh <clears throat> that again the manga just finished recently but after you've watched a couple of the action adventure superpower ones one that was really refreshing to me was dr stone you know i started dr stone i think i got it season two i believe it was an interesting concept but like i just moved away from it I but love I did like the base concept of the story. Yeah, it's semi-educational. Like it's if you just enjoy the show for it is because like it's literally the stuff he's doing is impossible. But if you just get past that, just like you know, people flying and shooting fireballs, it's it's a really good show. The artwork and the anime is spectacular. But what I would say is that it is a better anime than it is manga. The manga's kind of slow, but it's worth reading just to figure out what like what happened and that's i'm getting to the point where they've kind of fleshed out why the big event in the story happened so i'm excited about that i'm excited to see how it wraps up but there's hella chapters in that shit so i'm super behind on that so uh definitely check out dr stone wherever you can find this it's pretty interesting pretty pretty safe watch it's pretty funny so um but let's let's get to some controversy and we've we've slightly sparred about this online a couple of times, and and I'm I'm just I'm just curious curious. Uh, couple. Right, do you want to know why I think it's mid, or do you just want to well, know why I don't give uh, it the credit it deserves? Because it's mid. I'm saying who made you the hockey show? That's your fight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, you're 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 you got to can't bear the lead. Oh, you can't run the lead. <laughs> Um, I had two. There's something. Okay. So a lot of people in the anime community in the world, if you're, if you know about like gang beefs, like Crips and Bloods, there's, there's two sides of the anime war in the communities. 
is between two animes conveniently written by the same person, right? You have one fan favorite, Yu Show, and then you have written by the same person, the other fan favorite, Hunter Hunter. And I've come to the conclusion without even getting Lowski's take that it's just like it's one of those things is like either you like one of them or you like the other. Like I, I rarely see people that say like, yo, they're both fire. It's like, yo, this one's trash, this one's good. So I just kind of think that's how it is. <clears throat> but it, it's just strange that like the people that love you Hakusho, I I ask them like the same question and I get answers that kind of justify why it's not that great in my opinion, but I, I also have reasons why I think I think about the show like I do. But um, before I get Lowski's take, I'm going to give you a quick synopsis from my anime list just for people who never watched it. Um, <clears throat> so I'll give you all the data first, and I'll give you a synopsis. So on my anime list.com and, or .net, and again, I don't know how valid these lists are. If there's a bunch of lists online, but this list seems to have like a lot of fans on there. I think a lot of these lists are fan driven. So you got to take it with a grain of salt, but on the site, it's given to 8, 8.45. It's ranked 141. If you go back, um, the one we recommended earlier, Fuminaka's brother, who was rated number one, which I don't see a problem that I can see it being number one, just because how great it is and gets to the point. Popularity 283 out of almost 600,000 members. So the synopsis is, one fateful day, Yusuke Yurameshi, a 14-year-old delinquent with a dim future, gets a miraculous chance to turn it all around when he throws himself in front of a moving car to save a young boy. His ultimate sacrifice is out of character that the authorities of the spirit realm are not yet prepared to let him pass on. Koenma, heir to the throne the spirit realm, offers Yusuke an opportunity to regain his life through completion of a series of tasks. With the guidance of the death god, Botan, my favorite character, he is to thwart evil presence on Earth as a spirit detective. Delphamon is venture, Yusuke enlists ex-rival uh, Kuwabara, two demons, Hiei and Kurama, who have criminal past. Together, they train and battle against enemies who threaten humanity's very existence. Now, again, can't look at the scores, can't look at the rankings. Like, there's people on the internet will, that will go to the ends of the earth to tell you this is, like, the greatest anime of all times. And with that, I will open up the floor to Yosuke, or I'm sorry, to Lowski's take on this anime. Fire. It's a classic, bro. One of the best animes that ever came out of the 90s. And not only is it great, that shit fucking transitioned into the meme era prop, prop, uh, very well because there's still memes being made for that show. And Spirit Gun is probably one of the most legendary things from anime. Also, it's not. Uh, what was it? All right, bro. Stop hating. What was it? The Tournament of Demons? Is that the, name of the, the first one, the Dark Tournament? The Dark Tournament, there it is. Like, everybody just watched that. Okay. And niggas get their ass whooped, man. Like, I'm like, some other shows. Niggas ain't really getting their ass whooped like that. Okay. I mean, where do you even like you know, like, I mean, because now you're saying, like, this the community split, and you like the other one. Oh, yeah. So I didn't give you my take. I like to save it to get the fresh takes on the podcast. I am not a fan of you, Hawker Show. I call, I call it Boo Boo Show because it's not that good. So what I will tell you, and part of the reason is it's just kind of expectation management. And this is kind of one thing I do with movies or TV shows or even music. 
I don't try to get people any inkling to how they should feel about it, right? I'm like, hey, did you check out this album? No, not yet. What do you think? Just go listen to it. Then we'll talk about it afterwards. I don't want to give them any influence. And I think that's part of the problem that happened to me with Yu Hakusho is that my homeboy that was super heavy on anime and comics, he was like, yo, he's like, yo, man, check out this Yu Hakusho. It's fire. It's so good. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to go order it. So I went to go order it and it was like out of stock on whatever site, Funimation, I think. I was like, damn, this shit must be fire. It's out of stock. Like, this must be like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And he just hyped it up and hyped it up and hyped it up. And I started watching it and I watched it dubbed, which I usually don't, but I, I think it wasn't subtitled, which is my preference. Um, and I started watching, I was like, all right, cool. Like, when does it get like interesting? So you get through the initial part where he dies, comes back to life, does his little challenges, blah, 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 blah. And like you just said, it, it doesn't really pick up until the dark tournament. Like there's really nothing to me that's super interesting about it. Like Yusuke's character is like, he's like a kid version of the Fonz who fights, you know what I'm saying? It's that, that type of vibe. Like he's got the big hair, like kind of that, like, you know, 1960s badass. like, Oh yeah. I like the fist of cuffs and get into a rough and tumble and a, a Donnybrook type of vibes from a middle schooler, which is kind of weird. Um, he's, uh, he's, the same, he's the same person as the, the Joe Star in the 90s. He's still doing the same person. Except, except JoJo is way more flyer. And hey, way, more, way, more gangster, way more gangster. But they're literally the same character, though. JoJo's, JoJo's a goon, dog. He's in jail. He's like, call his mom a bitch. Like, get out of here. No, like, not that JoJo. That's the 80s JoJo. The Which one, one are you the, talking the about? The small town. I can't think of his name. Josuke? Josuke. Yeah, Josuke. but see, but see Josuke, his, his character is based on Prince, though, which is kind of fly. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Jotaro. Um, but yeah, so I watched it. I'm like, it's all right. Like, the best parts to me about the show was obviously the Dark Tournament. And then once they got to the Sensei part, which, again, took a little while. I was like, all right, man, what are we doing here? And then once they got to him, I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. But then, other than that, like, it's 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 kind of mid, dog. Like, all right, so you got the Dark Tournament, and you have uh, Genkai. Cool. And then, like, she disappears, and like, oh, there's this mysterious fighter at the tournament. We can't see her face. Bro, we know that's Genkai, dog. Like, what are we doing, bro? Like, get the fuck out of here with this shit. <laughs> Um, I actually had a whole list of things I didn't like about this. I'm going to try to find out what I'm doing this, but, um, and then like you get to the end and then you have like the, the term that they use with animes, which is sometimes you have to let things be, but hold on. Again, sometimes you can't be so critical with shows, but there, there's some stuff that you, you have to, you have to like point out. Right. And, and it's called, uh, they call them ass fools, right? Fam. <sighs> How does dude just like, oh, guess what? Your dad was a demon and you have demon powers now. Like, what? We didn't talk about this dude's parents for 60 episodes. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, he's got demon lineage and we're going to go to the demon realm and literally recycle the dark tournament in a worse way. Side note, actually, my favorite scene of the show is probably in that little bootleg dark tournament at the end where uh, Yusuke's fighting and then he like 
he's fighting and then like he gets hit and he like wakes up in the hospital. That was a cool last little sequence. That was pretty cool. I give him that. But it's just like the stuff in the middle, I'm like, bro, like outside of the dark tournament, like it's really kind of trash. And I've asked, I've done this this thing on Twitter with the poll. And I'm like, hey, what is your favorite arc of Yu Hakusho? And the dark tournament always wins every single time. And I'm like, so one arc is good? Like, I think it's <laughs> in right, the, I th- no, no, let me finish. I think it's All in the right. thing. Again, I know the theme song, Smile Bomb, everybody's like, yeah, that's so fire. But like, honestly, that's probably like the best part of the show, which is the theme song, which you could argue is not even the best theme song. I would say the outro, Sayonara Bye Bye, is probably better than Smile Bomb. I like that song. Actually, the other one, Two Little 80s Joint, I got them just some more. That's just like, like I would say the batting average for intro and actual themes for you, Hakusho, was A1. Like, them just are all fire. But I think that influences how people view the show. And I even talked to my home, but I'm like, bro, like, come on, dog. And I was like, yo, when did you watch this? He's like, oh, yeah, that was the first anime I watched. I'm like, okay, so you have nostalgia, like a nostalgic, you know, attachment to the show. He's like, yeah, you know, you're right. I rewatched it and it was kind of like, ah. I'm like, and I think that's the same thing with like Dragon Ball Z for a lot of people. It's the first anime they watch, and they're like, "Oh, it's so great!" But it's like, fam, if you watch anything else, you'll realize Dragon Ball Z is not that great. And I, I can do that. Like, I that was my shit. But after watching Naruto, I'm like, fam, Dragon Ball Z has no story, bro. It has no character development. All it has is dudes fighting and sweating and yelling, bro. Like, stop it. So let me. So these are my takes from Yu Yu Show. From December 15th, 2018. <laughs> All right. All right. And, and this is just what I just said. Uh, I said it has the highest batting average of wavy intro outro music. Uh, terrible American voice actors dialogue. Fam. Uh, his sister is like the worst American voice actor I've ever heard. Like she sounds like she's on heroin, bro. Like she has no emotion in her voice. Like she sounds like a crackhead. Um, most basic glands surrounding people, including Coolborough's sister. I put Keiko, but I like Keiko. And that, that's another hot take I got somewhere else. Uh, Karama sounded like a predator. Um, this is the one that's going to give me... And if you look at the manga, they definitely whitewash his character because he looks like... Actually, I think... Well, I guess you can do that in Japan since they're Japanese people, but his character looks like hella stereotypical japanese on the manga animation like he looks like a japanese caricature they definitely whitewashed him for the anime um and this is the one thing give me give me put out the paint but um he as of now is the most overrated overhyped anime character i've ever seen why is he so great oh because he has who's he got vegeta's voice actor he looks like vegeta he looks like vegeta or piccolo's voice actor and he kind of looks like vegeta like is that why he's so great like die he's a midget he's trash <laughs> he is the uh he is prototype sasuke that's why everybody likes him okay i don't like sasuke either, so hey, yeah, the, the whole sasuke thing is weird the whole emo kid and then after that i put the jagan i was mid like they hyped it up. It's like, oh, he's got the Jagan eye and all this stuff. And he just like never really did anything with it outside of like the dark tournament. Like they built it up to be this like great power, great attribute. And it's just like it it didn't really it didn't really do anything. Um the show definitely peaked the dark tournament. 
Um, okay, uh, I put Karama got the most sauce. Talks decent shit. And the killer's killer. His first fight versus the Ninjas in the Dark Tournament. He straight told dude. Um, dudes who, who <laughs> rely solely on their arms and legs to fight are amateurs. Um, Yusuke, what I put? I put Yusuke just call you a bitch and you you sleep. I don't know why I put that. But <laughs> yeah, those are those are my my takes on the show, and I feel like those takes stand true um, four years later. So can I be disrespecting your favorite version of the two animes now? Well, I mean you can. However, at a certain point, we we can't. Shout out to Mark. See, that smells like virgin in here. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm glad he's in here, uh, Glizzy Gladiator. How do you eat two full-grown corn dogs with no condiments, bro? Didn't even have a drink. Why your mouth so wet, boy? Hey, man, you know, wet mouths all summer 2022, hot boy summer. Um, Didn't even have a cup of water like a gentleman, bro. So... and this is this is what I don't like it to be. I don't want it to be a I'm just slandering. Like I I took the time four years ago to write down like my genuine thoughts about the show. Like I'm not just hate just to hate. But again, the seed was planted in my head. This was like the greatest anime of all time, and I don't believe that. And there's a lot of list and a lot of other people and publications and writers that feel the same way. And it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, we we all can't be lying. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to be honest with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like, it it can be your favorite, kind of like with music. Like, like I said last year, uh, Vince Staples' self-titled was my favorite album last year. But it wasn't the best album last year. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those situations where I think people just want to argue just to argue. But if you really look at it, it's like... <sighs> But yes, let, let me get let me get your thoughts. Let me get your rebuttals. I've I've had the floor for long. A shout out to Marcus. We've clearly eclipsed the measly fifteen minutes he thought that we would sputter out on. Um, mm-hmm. That nigga hater, bro. He be moving to me mountain like he was betting on and lost to, and still live tweeted or record himself. Yeah, um, and no, I have not mentioned the Joe Button podcast yet. Shout out to Joe <laughs> Button. Uh, oh, actually, man. yeah, but um, let's let, let me let's get your takes. So, on the flip side, Hunter x Hunter was mentioned to be one of the greatest animes that I should watch. Everybody was like, this is the greatest shit ever because they had the little black girl who looked actually black for Japanese standards. She was in the the anime for like three episodes and she didn't really do shit. So, she looked black though. She did look black. I thought she got clapped too. I was like, damn, y'all played her her like this? Like, this is a bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> then everybody's like, oh, well, the Chimera Ant arc is super great. So if Yu Yu Hakusho only has one great arc, Hunter Hunter has one great arc too. Now, Chimera Ant arc is the last part that got animated from Hunter Hunter. So you have to sit through about 100 episodes to get to that. That also made me upset, but <clears throat> because everybody told me that it picks up at the Chimera Ant arc. I didn't realize that was the end. I thought that was somewhere in the middle. And I will say, like, when I first watched it, I was like, this show is ass. But as I, I rewatched it, I was like, okay, York and the City was fired. Because I was kind of hating the first time I watched it because I was like, well, this shit's like taking way too long for niggas starting it off. And, um, 
Three Island, it had good parts. There was some shit that I feel like they could have cut out and make it a little faster. The one thing I didn't really like was probably the 100 exam art. And I feel like if it went from phase one to the tournament and they would have cut down on the amount of characters, it probably would have been a little bit better. But then, I don't know, maybe you wouldn't have got that development for Caprica to go to York New City, and then you wouldn't have got the whole thing with Killua and his brother, because like his brother was there the whole time and you just didn't know it. But other than that, I was just like, this show isn't as good as everybody claimed it to be. Why is everybody saying this is the greatest anime that ever came out? It's just boring. Like nobody's died, there's like very few fights. And then like, I got to come here and Ark and niggas started dying, and I was like, okay, finally. So I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that's my marker for the anime when niggas start dying. Okay, so it seems we have the same uh, the same crisis of expectation manliness. So when I went in the Hunter Hunter, I didn't I didn't know anything about the show, and, and I've said before, I watched the first episode and I was like, nah, bro, not doing this, and I cut it off, and I didn't cut it back on until like a month or two later because my homeboy that put me on Yu Haga show his his rule of thumb was like yo you got to give every anime you watch at least two episodes and after I watched it I, I binge watched it and it's definitely like in my top 10 maybe top five but for me and I think we might have two different styles and again that's where I went ties back to earlier saying like there's kind of two different sides of uh, <clears throat> that camp um I'm getting to the point where I really don't like the whole fighting animes because they're like, it's like literally all the same, like the whole Dragon Ball Z archetype type stuff. It's just like, oh, we're going to power up and yell and sweat and bulge our muscles and, you know what I'm saying, that type of stuff. I, I'm, I'm starting to get more to like stories, like like the Death Notes or the, the monster that I'm watching right now or another one that's really good. It's on Netflix. I think it's called Erased. Like, that's the kind of stuff I like now. Because like with the fighting ones, it's like you, you kind of know what's going to happen. Either A, they're going to just, you know, find some secret ass pool power up or, you know, use the power of friendship via like a spirit bomb and, you know, all is well and well, like stuff like that. I think kind of the best blend of like the best of both worlds is Attack on Titan, just because you get everything that, that you like and that I like. You get a fleshed out story. Um, you get very interesting plot twist. People be dying like fam. I was like, I had never, and that's kind of where I was kind of new in the anime. I was like, I didn't like just based off watching stuff like Dragon Ball Z, you don't realize, like, hey, people can die, die. Like, this character that you like, you think is gonna be like a, a staple of the show, they, they're gone, they're out of here. Okay, and Marcus is putting the, the thing, Attack on Titan got silly after a while. Like, how far did you get? Like, Attack on Titan is, is an anime that you have to watch at least two times to fully appreciate it with the storyline. Because once you get to season three, like season three probably has like one of my favorite scenes of anime of all time. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, well, damn. Is it a spoiler? Probably not, but... It's been out for like three years at this point. So the scene where... Um, you Have you watched it? Did you finish it? Uh, I'm in season four, so... Okay, yeah. So I I read the, I read the rest of the manga. So I already know what's gonna happen. But um, yeah, the scene where uh, Aaron meets uh, Reinhardt in the basement, I was like, oh my god, this dude is an animal, that dog. <laughs> that man said, he said, I will keep moving forward until all my enemies are dead. I was like, oh my god. 
this man is on demon time for real. He started getting to business talk. I was like, yo. And, and, and again, if you, again, you have to watch those. There's so much stuff you miss, especially watching it uh, subtitled. I remember, there's like a recap uh, thing on VRV where you can like recap the whole show in like two hours. So that's a, a good avenue to do that. But there's a lot of like stuff that I missed and kind of how like the story kind of repeats itself just in kind of two different versions. But story-wise, uh, Aaron might be like one of the greatest protagonists slash antagonists of, of all time, in my opinion. But that that's the kind of stuff I like. So I'd say uh, I'd say that Attack on Titan is something would fit both of our, our styles, but yeah, like I started Bleach, I'm just like I've I've seen this before. Like people say that's great too. I'm just like, all right, man, I get it, but it still seems like the same type of story. Like oh, you know, you had this hidden power and we awakened this ability and you died and came. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 kind of past that at this point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's because like Shonen is the Shonen jump anime is like the most popular because. I guess kids like to see fights for some reason. Kids are violent. Kids are assholes. Yeah. They like to see people get beat up. Um, but there are like a bunch of different kinds of animes. Like you, see, you got thrillers, you got like story-based animes. So, so I so try to watch a little bit of everything. Like the other one that's very popular is the um like the Gundam series. Like that's also like the mecha anime. Oh, I, I forgot about series. that. That was probably the I skipped. I think that was like the same time period. I think that was the second one outside of Dragon Ball Z I watched was Gundam Wing, which was excellent, which I tweeted this before. Nobody ever talks about Gundam Wing on Twitter. Like, I don't know if it's like the bastard Gundam story, because they say there's much better stories than Gundam Wing, but... That was the one I watched. Like, I didn't watch Gundam, like, uh, like the original Gundam until I was much older. I watched Gundam Wing because I was the one that was playing on two Gundam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gundam Wing was fire. Wing Zero, fucking the Epion, all that shit. That shit was, that shit was heat. Uh, Tall Geese. That's some pretty cool characters, but I think I did rewatch it and I was like, eh, it's, it pro- I don't think it was as good as I thought it was um, <clears throat> when I first watched on Toonami, but, but yeah, it, it's one of those things. So back to the, the Hunter Hunter thing. So the part that always tripped up the, trip to the Yu Hawk show people is that when I would ask people like, Hey, what is your favorite arc of Hunter Hunter? I would get like three or four different answers. Right. But with Yu Hawkins show, it's always dark tournament, always dark tournament, always dark tournament. So I'm like, all right, well, if the majority is saying that this one show has a consensus, this is the one good arc of the show. But another show, there's people who are like, nah, I like this one, no, I like this one, no, I like this one, no, I like this one. In my head, then, like, this one has to be better. Right? Because I... The lore? I don't really know. So, so I'm... I'm it was a high bar to pass. Well, a lot of people would say that from Yu Hakusho to Hunter Hunter, the, the, the creator improved vastly. And there's a lot of like Hunter Hunter, I'm sorry, Yu Hakusho Easter eggs in Hunter Hunter. So, um, but like, uh, I'm the opposite of you. Like, I didn't really like the Chimara Ant arc, to be honest. Like, I think it was like 30 episodes too long. But the, the storytelling was cool because with the typical anime archetype, archetype that I don't like, the way that it should have went, let's say it was, let's say it was done by the people that did Dragon Ball Z, right? 
the way that the the arc would have ended would have been gone powering up and then fighting uh miriam but the writing on that show was like yo you had these two forces on opposing uh opposing uh sides of the the story or opposing sides of the uh the power struggle and they never meet up not one time to have the ultimate battle that most shows would have written into the show just never happened they went a completely different direction and it worked you know what i'm saying like that's that's what i like i was like oh shit and even now in the manga if you're reading it like the manga right now gone and kill are not involved at all they're nowhere in the story and it's kind of cool because in the last arc leorio and krupka were not in this arc but in this arc right now it's pretty much featuring krupka but none of the other characters but there was breaking news on the internet that there's going to be more hunter hunter coming so um this last arc is extremely long and very dense um it's a lot of reading it's a lot of like concepts it's like nin on steroids with how this arc is so it's it's a tough read but I'm excited to get through it because hopefully they get gone and Killua and Leorio involved in the story and maybe figure out how to get gone his powers back because he lost his powers at the end. So, um, but yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff that I like. I like cool. I like cool story writing. man. That's why I'm trying to stick through this monster. Cause they're like, yo, this is so great. I'm like, all right, man, I'm 10 ups in. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not seeing it, bro. <laughs> you 10 episodes deep. You ain't gonna never see it. Bro. How many episodes are there? 74. Yeah, you're not gonna see it in this one or you're gonna see it. Yeah, already, I, like, almost a tenth of the way through the show. Yeah, I think it's well, I think it's a slow burn though. Like I've seen like uh fuck, what did I watch? Okay, so one more take and then I'll pivot to what other different types of animes you would recommend outside of like the mainstream stuff. So just put a button on that. But yep. another anime that people online as far as the greatest anime ever it's got the greatest plot twist and yada 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 was fucking code geass oh my fucking god that show to me was a pain to watch like i'm sitting there watching that shit like fam first of all i don't like the the art style at all these characters look ridiculous that drove me insane right and then the whole like faux mech thing like it was a mech but it wasn't really a mech anime um and then like it was interesting the geass power was kind of cool but then like once you get to the end how they like explain the origin of it, it's just kind of weird it's a lot of weird stuff going on in that show and then like the horniness is on like 1000 for no just like the subtle horniness is on like 1000 that's a show that you can't be watching like with your girl, your mom's around, they walk in the room, they gonna see like titties bouncing or a woman like laying on her side and her panties are just showing for no reason. Like, like for what, bro? Like go touch grass, dog. go to a brothel or something like that. But um, I think the reason, the same thing, expectation management is like, yo, this has the greatest plot twist and yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> and it kind of got spoiled for me when I was reading some reviews about Attack on Titan, because they said the ending is kind of the same or whatever. So if you watch it, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, I think the ending was a bit rushed. Have you, you didn't finish. Uh, I didn't finish it. I got, for something to be so good, I kind of got bored. Fam, I, again, I was struggling through it. And the only reason I did is because I was like, all right, man, I, they said it's great. It took probably, uh, 
17, 20, 30 episodes for me to be like, oh, shit, this is okay. They, they did something that was kind of lit that I didn't expect. But even like that, that high point after that is just kind of like, all right, no, nothing really spectacular. But again, the end could have been great, but they just like, they rushed it really fast. And then they explained too much of it. It's just like, all right, man, shit wasn't that good. So again, what I would say for people out there trying to get into anime, um, definitely just look for something like, don't, don't listen to the hype. Don't listen to people tell you, like, I say, like, let people guide you in direction, but don't take their word for what they think is great to be what is actually great. Cause there's like, what we're going to go into next is stuff that is not super mainstream that is really good. So, uh, Lowski, give me something that you've watched that you don't think a lot of people have watched. Uh, that you would recommend that's not like a super quote unquote mainstream anime. Um, Assassination Classroom, which I was actually surprised people started to get on. Oh episode. God! Fan. I actually like it. Did you finish it? Yep. I did not, and I I I'm, I I couldn't finish it, dog. Like I I'm at the point where I'm probably just gonna read the manga to see what happens because it started out really cool and really interesting, but they kept just like prolonging the end. Like, fam, get to the end of the fucking story. They just kept doing the same antics over and over and over and over. I'm like, oh my god, man! Like, is he gonna spaz? Is he gonna blow? Is he gonna do what he said he's gonna do? Is he about that life? So I, I stopped. I stopped. I couldn't. I couldn't finish that shit. The answer to that is just he is actually about that life, though. Damn, why are you gonna spoil it? I'm gonna check. It. <laughs> he doesn't do it. I'm just saying he is about that life. Like I said, conceptually it was cool, but it's like they just they they stretched that shit way too long. So, but I guess that's a good a good choice. Let me see what that ranks on this website. I'm curious. So and then another one would be Prison School, just one season, corny to the max. Like if you ever need to get some like good fan service anime, Prison School. But it's also like extremely fun too. Uh, I think I, I think you told me about that one. I do enjoy like short animes, like stuff that's like under thirty episodes that you can just run through pretty quickly. Um, so, what I would recommend, oh man, I hate to do this to people. Um, did you watch Parasite? I started it and then it started to get weird, but I did like it. Parasite was actually pretty good. It's in the in the thriller genre. It was it was pretty. It was interesting. I think the ending was kind of. I don't really care for it, but um, they could have did a little bit better. But it was it was definitely interesting. Um, what I would recommend as an anime that a lot of people I don't think have watched that somebody put me on is only um, it's very short. Hold on, yeps, is this? It's like fourteen episodes. It's called Angel Beats. Um, have you watched that one? Nah, what is that one? All right, so on the website, it's rated 8.0. The synopsis, death is one of the many mysteries that left humanity in the dark since the dawn of time. However, the burning question of what happens to the soul after one dies is soon answered at 17. Yuriso Anatashi, he wakes up having no previous memories and dimension between life and death. He discovers an unsettling truth, the afterlife. Taking the form of a high school, this bizarre dimension is designated to shelter those who have died unwanted deaths. Feeling wronged by God during their early lives, the school's residents have decided to form an afterlife battlefront, a rebellious faction determined to oppose their godlike student council president, 
Kanade, aka Angel Tachibana, the group leader Yuri Nukumaro recruits Amatashi in their fight against Angel in order to take control of their lives. However, questioning the morality behind their actions, Onatashi takes a step behind the enemy lines to understand the opposing side of their common fate. It's 13 episodes. Um, <clears throat> uh, the the ending. Uh, just watch the show. It's 13 episodes. Just watch the show. The ending is it, it's it's yeah. Just watch the show. And uh, if you want to uh, disturb somebody's peace, like okay, if you're one of those people like Marcus who watches like weird shows like This Is Us, if you want like if you want This Is Us vibes. Um, and you want to, you know, weep uncontrollably at the end of the show, watch Your Lie in April. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that show is terrible. Ter- it's good, but it's terrible. And it's like, it's extremely sad. And it's like, you know, it's going to be sad and it still hits you. You're like, damn, dog. <laughs> this shit is bad. But, uh, it's cool though if you like music. So the the protagonist is a uh, like a piano prodigy, and being a former uh, pianist myself, it, I found that interesting. Um, but it's it's pretty short. It might be like twenty, maybe twenty seven up twenty seven episodes. Again, it's not. There's no powers. There's no like forces of evil. It's just like this dude who plays piano or whatever. Um, yeah. That shit, just watch it. it. It's very sad at the end. Extremely sad at the end. But it's it's really good. Um, <clears throat> I highly recommend if you need to cleanse your palate, you know, get a good cry in, you know what I'm saying? Get in touch with your inner self. You know what I'm saying? Let that let that out of your soul. So Angel Beats and Your Lie in April. Or Erased. Erased is pretty good. The ending's a little funky, but Erased is good as well. So. And if you like the good anime where niggas get shot at, Cowboy Bebop. And if you like jazz, definitely Cowboy Bebop. So, and that that's another one of those ones that, like, was on Toonami that, like, one of the earlier animes I watched but didn't really, I wasn't aware of, like, what was going on. And I just recently started it, and I say recently, like, more like four or five, six months ago. And I know it's one of the shorter ones. I just haven't, I haven't finished it. But everybody says it's, like, one of the, the top ones, even though the Netflix uh, live version flopped. But I'm going I'm to finish that. I think... If Monster doesn't pick up in the next like five episodes, I'm gonna double back to the Cowboy Bebop and finish that. Like I like the animation, it, I like the style; it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah. But side note: uh, when people say animes are trash, like again, like I was saying, don't take their word for them. Everybody told me, even my homeboy was telling me, like, "Oh, Sword Art Online is trash," and I was like, "Is it though?" I was like, "Let me check it out, fam." I love season one of Sword Art Online, bro. That shit was fire, dog. If you haven't watched, I highly, I well, that was the first Isekai one I watched. So I was like, all right. I didn't like I said before Hunter Hunter. I didn't know that was like a a genre, but I thought it was really cool. I think it should have ended after season one, though. Like the way that it ended would have been cool, just to kind of leave you thinking, like, did did he solve the the problem at the end or whatever? But season two was kind of weird. Like it ended cool, but like there's there's some weird shit going on. And I was like, it just kept bugging me. I was like, all right, bro. Like Japanese people be doing a lot. So but, that's a thing. Yeah, but you but they're like pretty chill folks. Like they don't they don't be doing like, I mean, they do some wild stuff, but they're like upfront about it. Unlike America, where 
He worried about sex and stuff like that. They'd be having like panty dismissories and stuff like that, I think, allegedly. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Yeah, so. But anywho, I think we have uh, displayed our anime prowess. Um, with... uh, there's one thing I want to say about anime, though. You kind of touched on it with the Yu Yu show thing. A good soundtrack can't make or break an anime. And if you don't oh, feel yeah. the intro song going in, not all animes play the intro song on the first episode, but you'll play it somewhere in the episode. If you don't like that song, you are not going to like the anime. Uh, I don't think so. There's a very few chance times that I would not like the intro song and like the anime. It's usually one to one. I think that I think having good intro music enhances the experience, but like for example, season I don't think I like the first season's intro music for JoJo. Um, what? So Chico Sanabe? That was fire. Nah, I liked everything after that, um, and I've I've argued that I think that uh, Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town is better than Smile Bomb. Mm, I don't know if it's fired up, fam. For season or part four, was it better than fam? Smile that Bomb? shit is fire. I gotta, I gotta listen to it again. I don't know because I liked all of them. I, liked, uh, I, said, I haven't seen Jolene yet, so I don't know what her intro songs are like, but. Song I heard. I I didn't. I started like I read the manga, so I'm gonna wait till it's finished. Um, but nah, uh, parts five is fire. Uh, fighting gold. That shit is fire. Oh, yeah. Yes. That shit is fire. Even the second one is fire too. I like it. But yeah, like I said, I think it enhances the experience. Like the score for Hunter Hunter, as much as like you don't like the show, the score is really good. Like there's actually. Like uh, an orchestra performing the score for that for the uh Chimera Arc Ants music, that shit is great. I'm about to send you that. Like it's really good. Like they they put their foot in that shit. Even even like the main theme sounds fire, like performed by the the orchestra that did it. So like they they put their foot in that. Uh, My Hero's got some good intro music. Uh, Dragon Ball Z has like little to no type of music for that show. Super super has some um, super has one good song, one outro song called uh uh da, 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 Forever Dreaming. That's like the only one I've ever seen that was good. Uh for all the hate the show gets Naruto has hella fire intros now. Right, like, everybody uses that one song from Naruto to make beats, so we know Naruto <laughs> has a fire soundtrack. And you, we all know what song or beat you're talking about. Wait, no, which one? Because there's there's a the, lot. Um, the ah, it's the one from one season one. one? Yeah, this is the one from season one with the flutes with the, the flutes and the in the drums. Okay. Everybody yeah. uses that shit. It's fucking fire, bro. Even the uh, the intro for like. Naruto Naruto is is really good. Like the the intro to like the original one is good, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is usually pretty wonderful. I still don't see how you don't like some of Sarumino, uh, Sarumino. I, I don't know. Maybe because like season one was kind of weird. I almost quit that shit. I don't know why. Well, season one part one was slow, but season one part two, Battle Tendencies was much better. Yeah, I'm trying to get Marcus to watch that, but he he just re- refuses to jump on the JoJo train. Side note: If I ever want to get somebody to quit watching anime, I would recommend Neon Genesis Evangelion. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Like, 
No, it was so it's it's only like twenty four eps like episodes one through twenty two. I was like, I was ready to put it in my top ten. I was like, all right, I like what they did. It was like shot like a real movie. Like, like the cinematography of the anime was really good. It was like, all right, cool. It's kind of gritty. It's kind of cool. They do some different stuff, but the the end of that show. So uh, we've gone way deeper than I wanted to, but we're rolling right now. We're proving the markets that we can carry an entire episode on anime if we choose to, because we are fucking demons. All right. So, and and this is one of the things where, again, the internet told me like, oh, they finally put Evangelion on Netflix. This has been touted as one of the greatest animes that shifted the paradigm of, you know, animation and storytelling i was like all right well you know i'm getting into anime i need to check out the, the it's an older it's like a 90s show I'm like let me check out the the forefathers of this genre or this this uh these shows that i like the last two episodes when they were released were so controversial that the the writer had to go back and remake the ending which was equally as controversial and I would say the, the second ending was way more confusing than the first one. Like, I, I left that show, I left watching that show and I almost quit watching anime completely. Like, I was like, whatever whatever, whatever tier this is, I can't watch this because it, 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 it physically made my head hurt. Like, I, I could not, you couldn't pay me to watch whatever was going on in those last two episodes. Hold on one second. Alright, well shit, I guess I'm the only one who's still be talking, so Marcus is a bitch. <clears throat> Ray is the best Super Bowl, uh, football team in America. And I don't know, I'm just gonna fill the air until that boy get back. Anyways, I do have other anime recommendations. Um, so Trigun is one of the ones that I watched a lot when I was younger too. I still think that was actually a pretty good anime. If you like mech in story, Big O is a solid one as well. Um, I saw King Quest say something about sub versus dub. Now, me personally, I don't hold that standard. I can watch sub or dub. I I prefer to watch uh, subtitles, but sometimes I watch dub because of my lifestyle. And I'm always moving. I can't just sit down and watch TV. and It's easier for me to listen to stuff. So I will dabble into dub. And some dub anime is sometimes just as good. With the exception of, I think, uh, One Punch Man, One Punch Man dub is terrible. I would only recommend that one for sub. Because there is a level of energy that the Japanese voice actors bring to that show that American ones somehow can't. Um, but for the most part, like, I watched a lot of the animes that I watched when I was younger were all dubbed, but I didn't start watching sub until I got into, like, my late teenage years. When uh, I was able to watch the stuff on the internet or buy it, uh, so I don't. I think I watched. I think I watched subbed by like out of necessity, just because I didn't have a choice. But then, like once you kind of get used to it, it's not bad because like the the expression that the Japanese people do with their voices. It, it sounds more realistic, even though I don't know what they're saying, but it sounds more believable. That makes sense. Like, yeah, like I said, it's hard to explain. Uh, like, because it's the energy they bring to the yeah, show yeah. when they're doing the voices that is much better than a lot of American shows, which I don't understand. Like, y'all see, the, y'all see the sub version, bring that same energy. But 
I don't know. American voices, it's just like they're all kind of like cookie cutter. There's not too many like unique, distinct sounding American voices. Like if you were to play like if you were maybe I could. I don't know. I feel like if I heard the dub or the subtitled Japanese voices of like the main protagonist, I would know immediately who they are. Like like Naruto's Japanese voice is very distinct. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, like the uh, voice very distinct. Like I was playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima. As soon as I heard the character Nat talk, I knew exactly who that was from watching One Piece. Zoro. Like I just heard the voice, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's Zoro!" Yeah. I, I watched the show so much. Like those voices are very distinct. Like the lady who does uh, Goku in Dragon Ball, who's done Goku since the beginning. If I heard her voice, I know her. Yeah. I speaking of Dragon Ball, uh, I tried to watch Super uh, dubbed. That shit is. T- terrible oh my god they whoever they hired to do the american voices are terrible i had to, I, I couldn't do it i'm like yeah nah, this sounds way better subtitled but um yeah i think we i think we hit the marks on that there was a couple a few more non-anime things i want to talk about real quick before we wrap um so apparently myself and the internet discovered that like cardi b has a facebook tv show called like cardi b tries and uh, apparently she and Megan the Stallion were trying to play football. It was wildly entertaining. However, the internet became wildly horny as Megan the Stallion was wearing very uh, form-fitting clothes. She is, she is, she is a, she is a woman, bro. Like, <laughs> well, I need those. All right, I'm just skip the yeah. morning. I need those shorts unwashed in my hands ASAP. That was. Like they had her standing next to Cardi B, and like Cardi B, like she, she clearly has had her body done, and like it, it's not, it's the, like when they say there's levels, bro, like yeah, Meg is ridiculous. Meg, like, just like I just look at her and I just like yeah, that's what. Like I don't understand BBLs when Megan exists. So I was like, why do y'all not trying to look like Megan? I that's 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 why she a stallion, bro. That's straight genetics, bro. Like she, man. She's she's scary. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, dog. Like, I don't, she, nah, she got. All I know is if, we had, if we had to do drills, I want Megan Thee Stallion to talk to me. Bro. I would tell my the offensive line to let the A gap open so she can sack me, all right? Yeah, and, and that kind of played into my theory. And also, I believe, uh, Joe, I, I think I'll take credit for this. I think I said we ain't getting no, she ain't never put out no music. I think Joe Budden alluded to it or not for a while, but like, Cardi B's literally doing everything but putting out music. Like, she did an interview with David Letterman. She's doing this Cardi B show that apparently nobody knew existed until now. And, you know, allegedly, we've been anticipating her sophomore album. I think I tweeted out that I think in 2018, she was like, oh, my next album's going to have, like, 444 vibes, and we've got nothing since that. So, but, I mean, there's no music and money, so, I mean, and she's, she's not a great rapper anyways, so there's so many better artists that happen to be women. So we got to support them. Uh, Dreezy put out a new project with Hit Boy, so definitely check that out. But um, to kind of wrap that up, wrap this podcast episode up, definitely subscribe, download Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We definitely want to hear from you guys, so uh, we're definitely pushing. Go to Apple Podcasts, drop a review, download the app, especially if you can't listen to it immediately, just Download and listen to it later. Like if you're going on a drive, you run in, you're you're a trucker, 
You know what I mean? You play video games, like when I'm playing my Xbox Series X, I usually listen to podcasts in the background. So that's definitely an opportunity to check us out. So we, we do appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> once we get popping a little more, we'll do some giveaways and shit like that. But we're poor regular people. So by me giving away stuff, you're taking food out of my uh, imaginary children's mouths. So, but we definitely appreciate the support. Um, last thing. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey might be the greatest shit to ever happen in my lifetime. <laughs> Fam, I thought this was fake. I thought this was the internet doing the internet thing, but apparently Disney has lost the rights to Winnie the Pooh, so there's like a fair usage, free reign on his, uh, his likeness, and people have lost their mind. If you see the still shots for this, you'll be like, fam, like, what are we doing? This is Black Mirror. So apparently the, the premise of the story is that, like, Christopher Robbins left Winnie the Pooh, and now he's become, like, a deranged Texas Chainsaw Massacre-type killer. And I'm I'm 100% for this. I don't like horror movies, but I'm going to be in this movie opening night, <clears throat> live-tweeting it for the homies. Um, and And this is kind of the thing, like, People complain about like the lack of creativity in Hollywood. This is it. This is what we've been waiting for. This is not <laughs> the same. I'm just saying this. This is not the same recycled. Like, oh, let's make let's make the same movie we made 30 years ago. Like Top Gun, fam. Why are we doing another Top Gun? That movie came out like 60 years. No, no, I don't want to hear the movie. I don't care. It came out like 30 years ago. Give us something new. Give us something different to talk about. And this is Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. This is something new. This is something ambitious. This is something that people have never seen in their life. And I think this will be one of the top movies. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the gonna flop, right? It's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be I, a cult classic, though. I, I hope. I hope you know what I hope it does great. I hope it does great. But side note, there's a the history of Winnie the Pooh is he's actually based on a real person. This person in like uh, somewhere in Europe. Long and short, his the dude's dad was a writer. And like the toys are real or whatever. Um, so what happened was the, the kid's dad became wildly popular with the stories, but because of his popularity that his son plays with like stuffed animals in the woods, his son would go to school and get flamed up, which like lowered his self-esteem and stuff like that. Um, so along the short, the kid married his first cousin. Um, he hates Winnie the Pooh <laughs> because his dad, he essentially thinks his dad exploited him, his childhood by writing those stories and making it popular. So, yeah, uh, he married his first cousin, and he hates his father, and he hates Winnie the Pooh. So, shout out to Christopher Robbins. Nasty, <laughs> nasty work, but with that being said, this whole episode is nasty work. Uh, Mr. Savage, Tech Messiah, I appreciate you. I think he might be slumped over, but uh, Lowski, great work. We definitely need to talk more anime. Uh, def- we, we probably should find one that we both haven't watched and then watch and like, do recap apps. I know once Chainsaw Man drops, I'm doing episode recaps every episode. So oh, I'll be on that. Because I've been hearing good things about Chainsaw Man. I saw Read that shit, dog. I bought I have every volume that's out. I think it's all out. I just haven't got it from Amazon, but it's it's a pretty it's not a lot of volumes. I think it might be like ten volumes. So initially, uh the rumor was Chainsaw Man was gonna be like one, just like one uh, single story. But I guess at the end, it was so popular that they either initially was going to end it, but then they just like, all right, it's so popular, we're going to make a second part. So 
um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm super like there's one scene in this in this manga. I'm at the find the still shot and show you. That I cannot wait to see animated. And I think they're gonna have Mappa do it. So it's gonna be actually Mappa is doing. Very have the trailer out for it. Did you see the trailer yet? I'm gonna see the trailer after this episode. This tell you, dog. This is gonna be the one. But anyway, shout out to Mark Sniffles. He said that he rode in a Tesla today and he never felt more poor in his life. He also has probably never felt more racist in his life, too. So um shout out to Elon Musk for being the wild, the wild boy. <laughs> Elon Musky. Um, shout out to uh King Quest joining us in the chat. Definitely if you want to interact with the podcast live, we definitely do the YouTube thing. Um, so you can follow us on YouTube at KTSCAV. And if you want to interact with us live and ask questions and even jump on the podcast, definitely let us know. Do my whole little promo thing in the end. But again, we appreciate y'all checking us out. You got any shout outs, Lowski? Um, I will say this, though, because I see Marcus tweet the show. Like, I had Netflix pause. Bridgerton just came across my screen. Marcus, why the fuck do you watch Bridgerton? That is a woman's show. You got to never talk about this in anime, bro. Don't talk to me again. Um... Anyway, shout out to my daughter. She did just graduate eighth grade. Uh, graduation was this past Monday. Um, you got kids? Nigga, yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, we all like middle age, man, right? I think you're the only one. You and Rev are like the only ones on the podcast about kids. Oh, wait, no. Ace don't got kids. That's right. But Rev is young, too. So. Oh, shout, out oh, to shout out to your daughter. That's what's up. I've actually mentioned her on the podcast before. Actually, I think by the time we get to this point, you need to be gone. But I think that's why you don't know. Oh, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tapped out by that I point. I had to think about that. I was like, why didn't you know I know that? But I and was like, you should go get sushi or some shit at this point. So. Yeah, you might be right. Damn, that's crazy. All right, well, shout out to, shout out to her. Definitely tell her to uh, subscribe and download. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling my personal. But I have to subscribe this. Oh, my God. Uh, also, shout out Biggie, who was the superior Brooklyn rapper. I was listening to fucking Ready to Die. Not Ready to Die. Life After Death the other day. I was like, still fucking Shout out to New York. Shout out to my Instagram. I have officially hit 601 followers. That's kind of fire. I appreciate y'all supporting the videos. Shout out to the gaming community. You guys are super cool. Like, there's not a lot of drama on here. So, I've been slacking lately because I'm out of town and this internet sucks and this TV is trash. So, I'm not, I'm not inspired to jump on Halo like I used to. And Elden Ring has taken over my life. I'm 72 hours into this game, and I have no clue what I'm doing. No clue. Everybody I'm, yeah. asked me if I'm going to play that. I'm like, bro, I don't have the time. It's, it's so fun, though. I almost want to start over since, like, I know how to play now. And, like, because you can follow the main storyline. But, again, I had no clue what I was doing. So I'd just be wandering off, getting packed up by, by random <laughs> bad guys. I'm over here just getting packed up, like, damn, I need to get stronger or whatever. So. Um, yeah, I'm kind of getting a groove of it, but I've been trying to kill like these three people for the last like two weeks, and it's just I had to go on YouTube. I'm trying to stay off YouTube, but I need help. So, like, is that that kind of game that's just as hard for no reason? Like, is there even a power scale to that? Like, can you get better by yeah. just leveling up? Yeah, you can level up, but there, it's still techniques. The bosses are like extremely aggressive, so you can't just charge in and you're gonna get packed up. Like, they will one shot you and you'll be dead. So, um, <laughs> Like I said, I thought I thought Demon Souls was hard. This shit is it's, this shit is way harder, but it's more fun. And the, like the story in the world is way more fleshed out. Like this this the world in this game is ginormous. Like it is insane. Like the dude that made a uh, Game of Thrones, he helped like design this game and story. So 
it's, instead it's of finishing funny. the fucking books. Hmm. Hey, he had to get that money, but I mean, anyway, I, I respect the hustle, but anyways, appreciate y'all checking us out. Episode one hundred six. Uh, this is KTSCF. We are out. Peace.